0: Good morning, good morning, good morning. It is your favorite curly redhead, Mama D, with another episode for Ripples of Healing. Ladies and gentlemen, I just wanna tell you that I have missed you, and it's been a while, but I am back, (laughs) okay? And um, we're gonna start this episode, as we always do, with a prayer. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, As I come humbly and boldly to that throne of grace, Lord God, I thank you for your loving kindness. I thank you for your grace that sustains my life. And I thank you for your mercy that is new to me every day. Lord, I thank you for being a sovereign God, knowing everything, seeing everything, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, for being Jehovah Jireh, Lord God, being our provider, providing for our needs according to your riches and glory. Father, I thank you for being Jehovah Rapha, Lord God. You are the God that is a healer, Lord God. Not just healing our physical bodies, but healing us mentally and spiritually and emotionally, Lord God. All we have to do is call on your name, Lord God. It says in your word, Father God, that we should cast our cares on you because you care for us, Lord God. It says in your word, Father God, that you give an invitation to come all to thee. Come all to me who are heavy, laden, and burdened, and weary, and I will give you rest, not just rest for our minds, but rest for our souls, Lord God. Father God, I thank you that your word says that you only you will give us the peace that surpasses all understanding, the peace that the world didn't give and the world can't take it away. So we thank you, Lord God, for the many promises that are in your word, And every promise in your word is yes and amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for being so gracious to us. Thank you, Lord, for having compassion for your children, Lord God, today. We love you, Lord. We thank you for your mercy. We ask, Lord God, that this word, Lord God, rest well on us, Lord. Let us not come to your throne of grace, Lord God. Let us not come to your throne of grace, Lord God, without expectations of leaving the same way we came. Change us, Lord God. Renew us. Restore us, Lord God. Redeem us. Deliver us, Lord God. Salvation is at hand, Father God. And we thank you for it in advance. We thank you for the many blessings that you bestowed upon our family. We thank you for the many blessings that you will bestow upon us, Lord God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, I ask that you would have your way. Open up hearts, open up minds, Lord God. Posture our hearts towards you, Lord God. Let us put our hands up in in a form of surrender, that you would impart your spirit into us, Lord God, and change us from the inside out. To use us to honor you for your honor, for your glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Well, what a wonderful day. What a wonderful day out here in the Poconos. So I thank God for this beautiful day. It is perfect. Absolutely perfect. Folks, I hear many Christian folks say God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. I know a lot of you have heard people say that. You've heard Christian folks say that. You say, hey, how you doing? I'm good. God is good. God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. <laughs> and, are, and and for the most part, you ask a Christian person, how are they? And they will reply, blessed and highly favored. And I often wonder how those people truly feel as if they are blessed and highly favored. I mean, what's going on in their lives that they feel that they're so blessed and highly favored, you know? Is God really that good in their lives? Or is that just a thing that we say, like a cliche? In the times of our lives where we experience devastation, such as terrible illnesses in our families, incurable diseases, we experience great loss of family members, children, parents, spouses. We experience divorce, loss of jobs, loss of houses, loss of cars or 401k plans or retirement plans. In those times, is God still good? I wonder if that is our still our incentive. If that's still the conversation, is God still good? We feel that life has dealt us to a terrible hand at the table, and we can't think of anything else to do but to fold, to cry, to be angry, to be bitter, to be unforgiving or depressed. I wonder in those times, is God still good? That is the question. Think about it. For the many experiences, for the many times in your life that these particular things have taken place, is God still good? David, who was the king, writes a Psalm 23. We do know that David wrote most of the Psalms in the Bible, but David writes Psalm 23 and in verse four, he says, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil for thou art with me. David, at that time, was going through a very traumatic time in his life where King Saul was trying to kill him. And it seemed like all hope was lost, but David still knew that God was with him and that God was still good. Because it says in Psalm 23, verse 4, I shall fear no evil for thou art with me. It says the next verse, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. So David knew that God was still with him, even though he was going through what he was going through at the time. He knew that God was still good to him. In the Old Testament, there are many times that the children of Israel, God's chosen people, were called by God. A stiff necked and disobedient um, children, a nation. Many times... He would allow other nations to overtake them because of their disobedience, because of their stiff neck, because they didn't want to turn from their wicked ways. Although it may have seemed in those times that hope was all lost, it's when they prayed and repented and turned themselves back to God that he would deliver them. I would like to tell you another story in the Bible in the book of Genesis it's about a man named Jacob there was a man named Jacob who had 12 sons one of his sons was named Joseph and maybe some of you have heard of this guy I know there has even been a couple of plays even on Broadway about Joseph and his dreams of Technicolor which referred to the coat that his father made him as a boy to wear because Joseph was his father's favorite. God had given Joseph a special gift, a gift of interpretation of dreams. And when Joseph started using that gift, his brothers became very, very jealous of him. So they plotted to kill Joseph because one of those dreams that Joseph had had was that his brothers would be bowing down to him, referencing him as an authority over them. I could imagine that just infuriated them. It had to, if they plotted to kill him. And as they set out to kill him, they lured Joseph down to a place where they took off his coat and clothes that his father had gave him and threw him in a a dark pit, naked, to die. But one of his brothers decided that that was too harsh of a punishment so they bought him back up out the pit. After bringing Joseph out the pit, they see this band of merchants headed toward Egypt to sell their merchandise and they sell Joseph to the merchants. Could you imagine? No, I can't imagine the feeling of devastation that of what had just happened. His own brothers wanting to kill him, wanting to leave him in the dark, in a dark pit, and then sell him off to. Like an object to strangers? Yet even more devastating was being removed from his father's house to be taken to a strange place he's never been. He must have been mentally, physically, and spiritually depleted. At that point, he might have been ready to die. I know that I would have been if you would have taken me from my father's house, from the love of my daddy. See, Joseph was his dad's favorite, and he showed him a lot of love, more than he might have shown his other children. But God's plan was different for Joseph. God's plan for his life was to turn his devastation around for his good. In the Bible, the book of Romans, chapter 8, verse 28 says, this is God. He works all things together for our good, for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. That means that the bad times, the devastation times, the great loss, the times of illness and disease, in those times we don't understand what is going on and all all hell is breaking loose around us. We still ask the question, is God still good I want y'all to know something our heavenly father is always good no matter what's going on in our lives because he's a good father he loves us he wants nothing but the best for us and there he will be in the many times even the times we don't understand what's going on even in the times when we ask the questions why why me why this Why that person? I'm here to tell you that we're not going to always have the answers to the many questions that we ask God. But if we trust God, this is the same God who created the heavens and the earth and the fullness of the universe with the things that are seen and unseen. This God, in all his greatness, who wakes us up every morning who gives us mercy every day, who don't count our sins against us because he allowed us to be set free by a great sacrifice of his son, his one and only son, Jesus Christ, to be crucified and die for our sins so we can be reconciled back to the family of God because he loves us because he misses us we have to take accountability for the things in our life that we do wrong that causes certain things to happen and I thank God that back then in the Bible when Jesus went around and the disciples went around Healing, healing the blind to see, healing the lame to walk, healing leprosy, healing and raising the dead back to life. That same power that was back then is the same power that we have now. We, God says in His Word that He gives us the same authority to speak by the power of the Holy Spirit, those things into existence. There are many ministries out here that have healing ministries and people are getting healed. I believe it. I believe God for it. I believe that God still heals God still restores and God still raises from the dead. I believe it. And I trust him. I trust him because he has never failed me. Never failed me. And he never will. His word says that. So let's go back to David. He wrote that verse in Psalm 23. And as he was running from Saul, because Saul was trying to kill him. However, Saul eventually died and David became king. Do you see? God had a plan. God had a plan from the beginning to make David king. David didn't see the plan. There are often times in our life where we don't see God's hand. His plan or his purpose for our pain, but there is a purpose for our pain. There is a plan for our pain. There's a plan for the tears that we cry and the, and, and the heartache that we go through. And we may not see it because we're so focused and we're in it at the time, but God already seen it and he already seen us come through it He already seen us come through it. Just like David at the time was running from Saul because Saul was trying to kill him. He didn't see that Saul was going to die and he was going to sit on the throne. And he was going to be the king that God had blessed him to be. There are a lot of things in our life that we may not understand and we don't see God's hand like I said in it but God says in Jeremiah 29:11 that he knows the plans that he has for our life he know he knew them from the beginning it says in Psalm 139 that he knew us before we were in our mother's womb he knit us together in our mother's womb how about that knowledge that's great that's something that the the analytical mind can't understand but the spiritual mind knows that to be true so i thank you god i thank you for that knowledge i thank you hallelujah Thank you so much, God. So Saul eventually dies and David becomes king. And in the the story of Joseph, although Joseph received such devastation from his own brothers, God had a plan for Joseph as well. See, Joseph not only went down to Egypt, but he was sold and He also found favor with God and was bought into the house of the king of Egypt. And he gained because of the favor of God. Now, Joseph went through some stuff while he was down there. He had been imprisoned. He had been wrongly accused. So, he... Going through what he went through with his family and then going through all this other stuff. He did not see God's hand and what God's plan was. But God still showed favor. God still had a plan and a purpose for his pain. And Joseph found favor with the king because of the gift that God had given him. The interpretation of dreams. And the king rewarded. Joseph. He gave Joseph money. And he gave Joseph power. And he gave Joseph riches. Beyond what Joseph could ever. Think of. He acquired. Great prestige. In Egypt. So Joseph went from being hated by his brothers, plotting to be killed from being thrown in a dirty ditch to being sold to merchants as an object to later becoming a man of power. The king relied on him. He had him as his confidant. They became friends. And he gave Joseph great wealth because of it. We may not always see God's hand in, in our lives and in our troubles and in our situations, but God always has a purpose, no matter what. We just have to trust him. Trust him. My point is, we may not see God's thing, um. Where God or why God does the things he does. But know that. Know this. In the book of Isaiah. Chapter 55 verse 9 it says. For as the heavens are higher than the earth. So are my ways higher than your ways. And my thoughts than your thoughts. So God is saying to us. His ways are higher than ours. His thoughts are higher than ours. We are limited. God is unlimited. Unlimited. We just have to trust him. We just have to trust him. Just know that he is a way maker, a miracle worker, and a promise keeper. When the time comes that we are in the darkest place in our lives, just know that there is light At the end of the tunnel. If we trust. And believe. The God. That loves us more than anything. Has us. In his hand. And there he will keep us. Jesus says in the book of John. Chapter 10. Verse 10. That the thief comes to steal. Kill and destroy. Talking about Satan. But Jesus says, I come that you would have life and have it more abundantly. An abundant life, far more than we could ever imagine a dream. See, in both these stories, the persons were thrown in incredible circumstances. But our God is a sovereign God. So he sees all things and he knows all things before it happened. And because the word of God says that all things work together for the good of those who love God who is called according to his purpose we are confident to trust god with our lives his word says in hebrew thirteen five that he will never leave us and never forsake us so the promises of god are always yes and amen in the book of philippians Chapter 4, verse 6, God promises peace that surpasses all understanding in the times of trouble in our life. In the book of Matthew, chapter 11, verse 28, he gives an invitation. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. This is the God that we serve. This is the God that loves us. He wants us to be well. He wants us to acquire that blessed life that Jesus talks about. Folks, we have a loving father who wants nothing but the best for us. He loves us. So no, this is not a cliche. God is good all the time and all the time. God is good Amen I mean think about that Think about that Very sane And now we can understand How people say How are you I am blessed And highly favored Because God's blessing has less to do with tangible objects. It has less to do with our materialistic um, materialistic things. If we're rich in God, we're rich in His mercy, we're rich in His grace, we're rich in His favor, we're rich in His love. It says, if God is for you, who can be against you? Paul, one of the prophets and followers of Jesus Christ, said, Lord, your grace is sufficient enough for me. Because once we have him, we have everything. Because it says in his word that he will supply our needs according to his riches and glory and God's riches are vast and they cannot be counted because they're unlimited so why not trust him why not believe that the God that loves us more than anything wants nothing but the best for us so yes God is good all the time and all the time God is good All the time, God is good. Thank you, God, for being a loving father, a good father to your children. Amen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for tuning in to another episode of Ripples of Healing. God bless you. May he always show his favor on you. And have a wonderful day in the Lord. Amen.